And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I want to thank you for joining me today. This is Expo Week. If you don't know what that is, that's our Wealth and Passive Income Expo and Master's Tour in Irving, Texas. You can still find passes online. We'd love to see you. I'll be there. I'd be happy to, to meet you. Come up, introduce yourself. Let's talk. Let's talk some real estate. But Expo's a lot of fun. It is a blast. I cannot encourage you enough if you haven't made plans to attend Expo We'd love to see you here. I'm actually teaching a class that Saturday, the Cash Flow Snowball. If you can make it into that class, that'd be great. Be happy to share with you the success that I've had stacking investments, one on top of another, cash flowing investments, and compounding those and creating what we call the Cash Flow Snowball. All right, on with the show. I want to share that regardless of what Washington, D.C. wants you to believe, we are in an economic free fall in this country. And rather than take my word for it, right? That's, that's me. That's Mike Harrison talking. Um, but rather than just take my word for it, I'd like to offer some quick facts. A quick search online, Market Watch. Uh, this is from late January, so just not too long ago. Um, personal finance gurus, okay? They're now coming out and just quite frankly stating out loud that most consumers are or will be in dire straits. Why? Higher interest rates, massive inflation. I mean, just the cost of simple goods has skyrocketed, okay? I was in a CVS the other day uh, picking up a prescription. My son was with me, and uh, he had mentioned, he's like, hey, Dad, can I get a 12-pack of Coke? You know, we don't keep Coke in the house, and, you know, you want a treat? You want to have a couple? Uh, sure, yeah, let's get a 12-pack. Throw that up there. $10.74. I was shocked. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, um, just quietly, everything has gotten expensive. So it's just simple every day. Milk, bread. I think we all know the egg story. Everything's outrageous. Go buy uh, chicken breast. I mean, everything's expensive. Gurus are saying out loud that most consumers are or will be in dire straits. Um, there's the elevated volatility in stocks and bonds that we're saying. But here's, here's two startling um, stats. Uh, here's one. 67% of workers cannot afford an emergency $400 expense. I mean, that's shocking. 74% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck in the wealthiest nation in the history of mankind. And you're telling me that three out of four people are living paycheck to paycheck. That is terrible news. It's atrocious, and it's it's absolute terrible news. Now, there's a group called the um, Nationwide Retirement Institute, whatever that is, but the senior VP a lady by the name of uh, Christy Rodriguez, she's stating the obvious, that monthly expenses have outpaced the growth of personal income. So we say that all the time, right? Is your W-2 income growing at 8 or 9% a year? Because that's what inflation is. So yes, households are spending more, not because they want to, 
but because they have to, the increased cost of essential items. But if, and I don't know where you get your news from, is it social media or, you know, one of the the news channels online, um, politicians will have you believe that all is good. They'll have you believe that the economy is great and these are the best days in the last 20 years. Friends, they're gaslighting you, okay? They are absolutely gaslighting you. Let's just look at a a few stats here and I'll throw it out. And now I'm going to tie this all together and I'm going to get to real estate investing. And one of the big reasons why we do the real estate investing is to insulate ourselves from this. But let's just look at the savings rates in America today. They were bragging during the pandemic how savings rates were at all-time highs, right? Well, yeah, because you're printing money and handing it out to people. And yeah, some people were saving it. Well, where are they now? They're historic lows. The savings rate, depending on what you look at, is anywhere from 2.4% to 2.9%. That's the second lowest savings rate since 1959. Now, if inflation, at least the inflation they tell you, is 7%, 8%, 9%, I think it's north of there, honestly. But, okay, we'll just take their number. Let's say it's 8%. If inflation's at 8 and your saving is 3 you're you're negative five. You're not getting ahead. And and I would I, I like to think of savings. I don't consider myself a saver per se. I, will I accumulate funds? Yes. But once I hit a certain point, then I will deploy those funds uh, into a deal. So we can look at saving and investing if you want to use those terms interchangeably. But if they're only at two point four to two point nine, you are not you're not even treading water. You're sinking. As the economy changes, as we go into essentially these down times, there will be trends within real estate, okay? There will be certain trends that you can see, and I'm going to share those trends as we get to that point. But earlier I was talking, there's real estate gurus, or excuse me, financial gurus that are coming out now, and they're just saying that basically people are living paycheck to paycheck. Most people could not survive financially just a $400 emergency, which is scary. It's sad. Um, Repos. I've talked about car repos. They're way up, way up. I mean, they're busy. They're having to add more space. They're they're adding people. I mean, if you're out of job, if you're out of work and you need a job, you can call a repo firm and probably be employed by the end of the day. So they're busy. Is that a good sign for everybody? Not necessarily. Okay. That's a sad state of where things are going. Let's talk about credit cards. Are credit card loan balances increasing? Yes, absolutely. They, the credit card balances, and this is again from MarketWatch, uh, saw their biggest annual increase in more than 20 years in the third quarter. Okay. So we're way past the third quarter, but this is just the metrics that they have right now. They went up 15%. uh, So credit card balances now are something like, 930 billion. Uh, if you go to the Fed, NewYorkFed.org, um, they watch this kind of stuff. Uh, they're talking that literally just in that quarter alone, they went up 38 billion. It's a 15% year over year increase in credit card balances. That's not a good thing. That is not a good thing financially. Last but not least, let's look at layoffs, right? So you, you have these downward turns in the economy. And then what happens? Once you hit a certain point, then the layoffs come. And all of this feeds upon one another. The the U.S. economy is totally based on spending, okay? So what are we seeing? We're seeing people 
uh, they're having to pay more just for everyday goods. The savings rate is way down. Their cars are getting repoed. They're maxing out their credit cards. Now, to throw fuel on the fire, the layoffs are here, okay? And it's not just big tech that's doing the layoffs. Um, IBM, yeah, they're laying, I think, 3900 off. Here, we'll go through the list. Uh, IBM, Hasbro, 15% of all workers. Dow, right? Dow is not a tech company. That's a chemical company. 2,000 people. SAP, 3,000 people. Spotify, 6% of their workforce. 3M, right? Minnesota Mines. I forget what the other M is for. They're a manufacturing company, 2,500 people. Google, 12,000. Uh, Vox Media, 7% of all workers. Um, on and on and on. Capital One, BlackRock, Microsoft, banks, finance companies, uh, retail companies. I'm just scratching the service. So my point is, the train wreck is here. The economy is indeed in shambles. And when that happens, there's going to be winners and losers. And this has been the case throughout history, okay? Um, in turmoil, there is always opportunity. If you've been sitting on the sidelines and thinking about real estate investing or you haven't for whatever reason or you thought that the assets were too expensive or overly priced, whatever reason you have, Now's the time to set that aside, because now is the time to be a real estate investor. I just gave you verification that the economy's crashing, uh, finance gurus, everything, people are, are getting laid off. But what's going to happen? Um, there's going to be downward pressure on some real estate assets where folks are forced to sell, okay, for whatever sad story or for whatever reason. There's a lot of people that are, I'm selling a house right now because I want to, um, just to, to put funds aside. And, and yes, I'm going to redeploy those into more real estate, okay? I'm not cashing out my real estate. I'm selling a house to redeploy into more real estate. But I'm doing it because I want to. There's going to be folks that have to sell for whatever reason. And when the economy is down, there's not as many buyers, okay? which is putting even more pressure on that property. Um, a year ago, we would sell, well, maybe about a year and a half ago, uh, we would sell a property, um, and what would happen? You'd, you'd have 20 offers for that property, right? Or if you're on the other side and you're trying to buy it, you're one of 20 people trying to buy it. And then Friday, they, they send the message out, and they're like, okay, we're going to take best and final, and which basically says, hey, thanks for the offer. What's your real offer? Because it needs to be better if you want this property. Those days are gone, okay? So now it's completely opposite in such a short amount of time. You have a seller that has to sell for whatever reason. You know, let's say they can't afford the, the home anymore. Let's say they were laid off or, or, you know, maybe it's time to move on, right? Or maybe they're getting transferred. Whatever reason, it's not always a bad reason, but I'm, I'm telling you, it's not as easy to sell the property. But if you're an educated real estate buyer, if you've been taught and trained and have the mentors and understand what you're doing, the educated real estate buyer you could be the person that saves the day for the motivated seller, right? This is a good thing. You could come in and say, yes, I'll take that property. I would like to buy it for X. And that person will sell you that property. So what else happens when we go into a down a downturn um, that we see as real estate investors, as, as property owners? Well, we see increased demand for renters, right? More people are moving out of their houses 
or selling their houses or getting rid of the mortgage. And so there's an increased amount of renters, right? So there are some trends, though. There are some metrics. You may see, uh, what are we seeing now? We're seeing more roommates come back into uh into the picture, right? Instead of um, during the pandemic, everybody wanted to get away from their roommates. And there was a big trend of, you know, single uh, renters, right? They, they want the property or they want the apartment unit and they don't have any roommates. They don't want the roommates anymore. Well, now that's coming back. Um, we're seeing some people where their older kids, their 20 and 30 year olds are coming home to live with them. Um, another thing, you might not be able to increase the rent. We had several years of where we were, the rents were increasing the market. And so we're adjusting as the market's adjusting and the rents are going up and the rents are going up and the rents are going up. What, coming into this year with the economic downturn that we're having, uh, you may not be able to raise those rents. It depends on the market or you may only have modest increases, right? You won't maybe have those five or 10 or 15 or, or greater percentage jump. Um, you may be flat um, or, like I said, a modest increase. But overall, the rental pool will increase during a downturn. There is more demand for rental property. And I know that sounds counterintuitive to a lot of you, uh, but that's just how it works. When the economy's down, there's more demand for good rental property, right? Clean and functional is what I'm talking about. Uh, Lifestyles Unlimited, we teach best product, best price. That attracts a lot of renters, but there's going to be more demand for that property. When we come back, we're going to discuss some more trends that are occurring as a result of this economic downturn. My name is Mike Harrison. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. I was at a seminar one time and a guy was sitting up there and he was saying, what you really need is you need the young, aggressive entrepreneur people to go out there and take that money and invest it with them. I walked up to the front of the stage and I said, hey, I'm that guy you're talking about that should be mentoring these people on how to do this. The guy goes, sir, we don't allow solicitation. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm here to tell you I'm exactly the guy you were telling them to look for. And I'm willing to help them for nothing. And the guy goes, if you don't stop soliciting, I'm going to have to have security come and get you. And I said, I can see you're a scam. I'll just leave. Everything I said had gone through the intercom. So I walked out of the seminar room and 200 people followed me. And that's how Lifestyles was started. Are you ready to get up and follow Dell? Join us today at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I'm talking about real estate trends that are occurring right now during this economic cycle. Now, keep in mind, as Lifestyles Unlimited members, what we teach as far as real estate investing really is either single family properties, right? Rent houses or multifamily apartment communities. Those are, that's what we teach. That's what we 
ask that's that's what our investors invest in okay again we can teach you how to do this properly but the reason we focus on single-family rental properties and multifamily properties not the commercial real estate not land that's speculation um, there's a lot of different real estate investing uh, methods and opportunities and asset classes out there but we're about the we're about single-family houses and apartment communities for three reasons okay those two asset classes are the easiest essentially to they're the they're the easiest to become a successful real estate investor if that makes sense there's really not a lot to it you may think there is um, and yes I, I'm taking nothing away from our lead investors there's a lot of work that they do that goes into it but the methodology okay that's the part I'm, I'm is is very simple okay do this don't do this do this follow this method okay so they're the easiest to be the most successful the second reason is they're the easiest to teach okay if it's uh, if it's easy to be successful in it and it's easy to teach then that's something that most people would want to look at right most of our real estate investors that come to lifestyles have never done it before this is their first time they've never purchased a rental property um, I had purchased one and I came to lifestyles to learn how to do it better the third reason and, and this one's important as we go through this economic cycle is these two real estate classes the single-family property and the multi-family properties are the least affected by market swings up or down okay let me explain that you may be saying oh no there's a housing crash and people got cleaned out in 2008 2010 sure but educated real estate investors didn't because they set the the they set the business up properly they set they buy the asset a certain way a certain manner that some classes are affected more than others but if you're educated they are the least affected by market swings up or down we make money during the the up times and we make money during the down times. so keep those three reasons in mind as we go into these these trends so what's the first trend I will tell you this um, there are more investment minded owners in the rental real estate market what does that mean um, it means that people that for whatever reason maybe they purposely buy a rental property like we do like we teach here at lifestyles or they become accidental landlords right that happens a lot I've met a lot of people that you know maybe they couldn't sell their house so they rented the house or what have you maybe someone passed away or left them the house uh, and they decided to to rent it out so whether intentional or unintentional the folks that own those properties um, now are instead of just saying ah well we got this property we're renting it out they're starting to, their mindset starting to shift they're starting to say hey let's learn how to do this effectively that's can we consider ourselves an investor not an accidental landlord but an investor so folks that became uh, unintentional landlords are wanting to now they're wanting to grow their business they're wanting to be better owners and they don't necessarily know where to turn so they're asking they're asking their property management company they're asking other people they're seeking these the educational tools that are out there uh, they may not have wanted to be landlords but now that they are they're saying hey how can we do this better 
And a, a part of that reason is because of this economic downturn. Everything, like I said earlier, is more expensive. There's inflation out there. Just everyday goods are more expensive. Putting gas in the car is more expensive. And so if you're an accidental landlord, in the past you may have thought of that, that rental income is, is no big deal. Hey, it's, you know, it's grandma's old house. Let's keep it. We don't want to sell it. If we sell it, we got to divide the money up between all the kids. Now they're saying, hey, here is this property and it there is a cash flow segment to it and now it's more it has your attention right uh in in a day and age when an extra four or five hundred bucks makes a huge difference each and every month you bet i want to learn how to run that property now full disclosure that's what we teach at, at lifestyles unlimited but there's a lot of people that don't necessarily know about us i'm just saying as a market trend as a whole People that have these properties are now focusing on them, and they're saying, how can I be an intentional investor? I'm not necessarily uh, own a property. I'm an investor. How can we repeat this? How can we go get more? How can we do this uh, in, a, in a better fashion? And as a result, there's, a, there's another thing that's happening here is property management companies um, are having to offer more services to compete for that person's business. If they're using a management company, and in if if there's three or four management companies to choose from and management company a uh, offers management leasing services uh, maybe upkeep maybe they they build in the rehab you know if there's a rehab issue or if you're buying a property they may offer that service and, and i'm not a property manager um, so you know don't don't quote me on that but there are property management companies that are having to offer more services they're having to become experts in the market they're they're actually having to maybe possibly offer advice um, so people are starting to rely on others because they want to be an intentional investor even even though it may have happened by inheritance or what have you they're now starting to look at that and saying hey let's do this in a more professional manner a better manner so that's that's one of the trends the next trend uh, mixed-use properties are coming back and that's what is mixed use and we don't invest in mixed use okay at, at lifestyles unlimited we don't teach it I'm just telling you this is one of the trends that you're starting to see a big push for you know it's got the residential it's got the retail it's got the entertainment um, those lost a lot of ground during the pandemic obviously because people weren't going out and didn't want to be around other people well that segment of the business is coming back um, I was reading uh, PricewaterhouseCooper. Um, there's 1,300 malls in the United States. Uh, 500 of those right now are undergoing renovation to be mixed use, right? Remember when we were kids, your mom would drop you off at the mall, and that's where you'd hang out and cruise around. And one of the things that they're doing is they're bringing in a, a residential segment. And so PricewaterhouseCooper is saying that 500 of those right now are undergoing renovation to offer that mixed-use space. That would be exciting. I would like to own an apartment community next to a mall that's going through a, a major rehab, and they're going to bring in uh, that residential space to it. That's just going to make the whole area more attractive and better, and uh, you could build your property up, and if your property is the best product, best price versus this one, maybe someone wants to live in your property, and they could walk across uh, or they're very close to this other mixed use. So keep that trend in the back of your mind. Now, what else is going to happen? Um, inflation is going to continue through 2023. Um, and this is from the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas. Inflation's at a 40-year high. 
what works when there is economic downturns? What works? What worked for us during uh, the pandemic? If you remember at the beginning, everybody was out of work. Everything was crashing. What works is an open line of communication. If you're a property manager or an owner, um, you've got to communicate with your residents. You've got to talk to them. You know, know who your residents are. Be in touch with them. See how they're doing. Um, are they able to pay their bills? What's going on? Stay on top of that because we're in an inflationary period. It's not going to end for 2023. I can tell you here in Texas, another thing that's affecting us uh, is taxes and insurance. Uh, they're through the roof. So you've got to pay attention to this as you're putting your assets together, as you're managing your properties. Um, be aware of the cost. Uh, now may be the time to, you know, look at vendor cost and overhead, for example. Um, you know, where can you negotiate? Uh, is there a better economic solution? Um, so you're going to have to pay attention to the, the, the bills a little more uh, because costs are continuing to rise. And that trend's not going to go away uh, for the remainder of this year. Now, what else is happening? Um, we just saw another interest rate climb uh, just happened a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Fed announced uh, that they're going to go up uh, 25 basis points, right? Uh, 0.25. So, yes, interest rates continue to rise. I don't think that's necessarily the last of it. The reason they raise the interest rate is to combat inflation. And I just told you, inflation's not going away. So, um, they're predicting, just depends on what you're reading, that. Uh, that interest rates could go as high as 9% in 2023. Um, you know, maybe they're they're slowing down this 0 0.25, 0 0.25 uh, on the next one. I don't know. But they've got to get inflation under control. And if this 0.25 doesn't have an effect on it, maybe they're going to have to go another half point up. But they've got to, they've got to curb the runaway cost, the expenses. So keep an eye on that. Um, how does that affect your mortgage rate. Um, pencil in uh, the proper mortgage rate as you're evaluating uh, your properties. Um, I will tell you this, uh, another thing, because of these raising costs, and I probably should have mentioned it on the last trend, but take care of your resident, right? We, when the, when the property turns and the resident moves out, um, we're losing money. There's that vacancy period where you're having to come in and do the make ready, um, fix it up for the next person. And, and we can typically turn that in just a couple of weeks. Um, a friend of mine that's a real estate investor, he says it's cheaper to keep her, right? Take care of your residents in that property and they will stay longer. All right, continue these trends. Um, and I'd mentioned it earlier in the show, but just to kind of go into this, uh, we are seeing renters of multiple age groups in the same property okay uh, all around all age groups you're even having older folks baby boomers um, they're not necessarily wanting the hassle of keeping up a house so they're inviting more of their family members uh, to come stay with them and their family members are saying yes gladly I'm, I'm hurting economically you know we can share the expense we can share the upkeep of this house um, now at the same time Millennials that's the largest generation in the United States. Uh, they're entering the housing market, but they're typically coming in as renters first. And so there's, there's a shift 
Um, the millennials are renting. Baby boomers uh, may be going to rent and, and offering uh, other folks to live with them. Um, entire how you know parents, their kids, their their twenty year olds, their thirty year olds uh, are coming in. Um, so you're having these different age groups come into these properties, right? So what does that mean to you as an owner? It means you may have to shift your type of services. Um, I'll give you an example. Older people love to write checks, right? They want to write a check for everything. Um, that's how they pay their bills. They like paying their bills with a check. But let's say you, you also have a property um, with a millennial in it. How's a millennial going to want to pay their rent? Well, they're not going to write you a check. I can promise you that. Uh, as the father of uh, a 22-year-old daughter, um, I don't even think she has a checkbook to tell you. And I know that sounds absolutely crazy to us, but she doesn't have that. She doesn't want that. She pays her bills much differently, either in auto pay where they deduct it from her account um, or a Venmo or a Zelle, uh, you know, where they're sending money through these apps. Um, but the bottom line is different age groups have different needs. OK, um, and so that's just paying the bill. How, how do you communicate? How do you if you have an older resident in your property, how does that resident want you to communicate? I'll, I'll tell you right now. Um, it's either a phone call uh, or it's in person, right? They would love to see you. If you've got some information to share with them uh, regarding the rental property, actually, they would love it. And maybe you can do this, maybe you can't. But because they like to write a check, and if you're handy on the spot in the area, they would be happy to hand you that check, okay? So, but how do you communicate with them? You're going to pick up a phone or you're going to talk to them in person. Now, how's the millennial want to communicate huh i think we all know the answer here uh they're going to want to communicate via text okay they don't want you calling them in fact if you call them they're not going to answer the phone they don't the 20 somethings they're not going to talk to you in person they definitely don't want you knocking on the door unless you have to um they're in a way that generation while they're not more private i, I think they're actually more open than any other generation but their communication is not uh, in a one-on-one a -on -one manner. Their communication is going to be very via text. So the bottom line is you're going to have to, to tailor to different age groups on how you run your business. My name is Mike Harrison. We'll see you next week. I want you to remember it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.
The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.